Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. It is Friday the 22nd of January. I'm Kylie Merritt. This is the COB and joining me, the lovely Nadine Blaney. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you, Kylie. How are you? I'm well. It's been a while. It has been a while. Might be a little rusty. Like riding a bike, my dear. (laughs) Perhaps it is. Right, let's talk about the market. Uh, It's been a, well, I mean, for this time of year in particular, it has been um, a pretty big week, but we did have a break from some of those massive highs we saw earlier, uh, the market down around 0.4 of a percent. Um, some big moves today after pay, um, obviously after what we saw yesterday, not surprising to see that pullback. What were you watching on the market today? Yeah, I was watching buy now, pay later. So, you know, Zip had that massive 23% rise today, giving back about 2%. Just had a chat with Henry Jennings from Marcus today. He was saying, look, I sold a bit because it's just so tempting to take some of those profits. And why not? He said, I've sold a bit, but I'll likely buy it right back when there's an opportunity. So I think that was a hallmark of trade today. Also, you know, we saw some pressure coming in uh, through commodities in particular, the energy space that was just reflected in the local market. Um, CSL was up by about 2% though. That was a real gainer and that was after a broker upgrade coming through from City. So yeah, there was lots going on sort of under the hood today. Company specifics. Linus is another one I think we should mention. You know, it's gone gangbusters up by 14% in the rarest business as you know. But there's such a focus in the US now. Um, in getting some of the rare earths, which are in pretty much everything from places other than China. And guess what? Linus is positioned perfectly for that. And the U.S. Department of Defense is actually bankrolling um, its project in Texas. So, yeah, really big gains from Linus up 13.93%, if I am precise. And I'm just double checking. Yeah, that was, by the end of the day, the best mover, followed by South 32 at uh, with a 4% gain. Okay. You you guys had a, a really interesting chat with Julia Lee um, about Linus and a couple of other stocks. Linus is in her kind of, well, three of the hottest stocks that she's looking at, but it's all about these mega trends. And you, you spoke about that one um, specifically, um, which is, you know, the US in particular looking for rare earths outside of Chinese producers. Um, interestingly, you know, she's also looking um, at Telstra, uh, looking to break up its infrastructure assets and, and Coca-Cola Amatol. So these are, you know, Linus, I get on the surface, um, some of those other two in particular, Telstra, it's, an, it's been an interesting couple of years. Well, differing opinions make a market, <laughs> right? Um, so while Julia says, look, Telstra is holding an extraordinary general meeting on Monday. We're looking for details on potentially it's splitting out some of its infrastructure assets that could add value. And then, of course, in the same breath, everybody else talks about Telstra as a yield play. Um, so if, you'll have to listen to the interview if you want all of Julia's views on that. I don't want to speak for her. But we spoke with Omkar Joshi, and that interview is up on the website. He's from Opal Capital, and he just said point blank, why would you ever buy Telstra? Uh, where's the growth coming from? Even if you 
see a breakup of the infrastructure assets into a separate entity. He says it's just financial engineering. It doesn't really mean that the story underlying Telstra is any better. And he didn't even look at it very favorably in terms of yield. So my point is we will hear something from Telstra <laughs> on Monday. We're waiting for the full year results that come out. I believe, oh, now I'm stretching myself. It was maybe the 14th of Feb. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's an old school stock. And I suppose to your point about Afterpay, I mean, the headline that was written over and over again this week is Afterpay is now worth more, more, more than, than Telstra. Telstra. Coca-Cola, Amatola, I'll just do a PS on that. Um, it came out with a bit of a, um, a, an upgrade ahead of reporting season today, and it was pretty positive. So that's got the market thinking there might be a better offer on the table from the European um, entity because, you know, Coca-Cola Amatil Australia will be taken over. Mm. Hey, I just want to flag another interview, um, and it's obviously in the, the newsletter today and, and on the website, um, and that's one that you did uh, with Stuart Robert from Stocks Down Under, and, and why this is interesting, and we talk just constantly on this channel and where you know we're asked all the time um, by our subscribers you know would you buy this would you buy this would you buy this and we're always looking for you know what people are buying what are their top three this interview is all about what people are shorting um, and so he was looking at you know the, the stocks least likely to succeed in 2021 because you know you can also profit from, <laughs> from you stocks can profit that go from down. It. And uh, if you've um, got it in your portfolio, you also might want to take a listen exactly. as to yeah. why he thinks that these companies, and not all of them, and this is what I think is interesting, saying not all of them are bad companies, not all of them will yeah. not make any money. It's just, you know, you've got to look at the market from all different sorts of prisms. I'm not going to give anything away, are you? I think that no. um, you'll have to listen <laughs> to that Keep interview. To but I can tell you this about... <laughs> Um, Stuart Roberts is it's always an enthusiastic interview it's always an engaging interview and he he's an independent researcher and analyst so he can sort of say whatever he wants and yeah. he often does <laughs> okay let's turn to our stock of the day Fisher and Paykel up uh, more than six percent trading update today uh, strong sales expected this financial year operating revenue up 73 uh, percent for the nine months to the end of uh, December, so the end of last calendar year compared to uh, PCP. Um, it, it's a really interesting um, stock and I, you know, they, they had a really sort of in-depth, I suppose, conversation about it on the call today. Uh, Andrew Page, Rudy Philippet Van Dyke from FN Arena and Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Um, I guess you know you look at those results and you think by they both well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preempt what they said but let's have a listen um, to their comments on on Fisher and Paykel uh, starting with Rudy. The consensus calls now in global markets that 2021 will see higher bond yields on average by mm -hmm. the end of the year, mm -hmm. uh, which means that's a headwind for for Fisher and Paykel. Having said so, um, myth myth number one: stocks on high PE multiples are not by definition a sell. But this, there's nothing wrong with um, Fish and Pekel Healthcare in itself, um, though my preference is has to be with ResMed. If that correction comes, that this could be one of the stocks that you could, you could snap up. As we sort of saw with this announcement today, uh, the hospital hardware has grown 446%. Now, I think you can safely say that that is not sustainable growth rate. Um, so, and if, if anything, you might actually see, because a lot of that's to do with like respirators and breathing equipment and stuff like that, a lot of that may actually come straight down. It does seem like that the market has acknowledged the benefits that the company has gained over the last year. So as a result, I don't see any mispricing. So that, that's why I land on hold as well. Claude Walker 
there from A Rich Life. Uh, Nadine, next week, Australia Day week, so there is one day that the market's not open, but um, I guess after Australia Day, traditionally, that is when finance comes back to work. What's been really interesting about this year, I think, um, and we've been doing this for quite some time, is it's like we never skipped a beat from the end of December. It's just been, you know, the markets have been mad. Obviously, we've had a big overlay, um, you know, what's been going on in the US, but I can't remember a year... I mean, maybe it's just because we're doing this channel now, but I can't remember a year where we seem to sort of go from the last trading day of December straight back into January 4 or 5, and no one skipped a beat. Everyone was seemed to be working, um, you know. Seemed to be working, engaged. I know I had a chat with Gemma Dale from NabTrade, uh, yeah, last week, yeah. and she last was saying, week. yeah, it was last week, <laughs> yeah, but she was saying even, um, you know, the amount of people opening new, plat- uh, you know, accounts on their platform, they just assumed that after last year, which was mad, and then give it Christmas and everybody on holidays, that there wouldn't be any activity to start 2021. But um, that's really been proven otherwise. There's enthusiasm, Kylie. There's a FOMO, I think, happening. Where else are you going to put your money? Interest rates at record low. Massive US stimulus. Tech names are doing well. NASDAQ's at record high. Bitcoin madness. Well, Bitcoin did retreat. Yesterday, pretty significantly, but yeah, I mean, swings and roundabouts, right? Um, So yeah, there is a lot happening, but to your point, we are coming back Monday, obviously, we'll take a bit of a break on Tuesday, and then full steam ahead, you know, it's our new year, we're excited about it, we'll be back on at 8.30am. On Wednesday the 27th, and a couple of new shows as well to look forward to. Is there anything on Monday we should be aware of? Uh, Well, tonight we've got some data out of the EU. So all around the world, actually, we get flash manufacturing and services reads, and that includes the U.S. We get existing home sales in the U.S. Last night, the data was really strong in the U.S. I mean, we had a pretty poor non-farm payrolls read come through in December, and then that seemed to be confirmed in the jobless claims last Thursday, but last night we had housing starts up 6%, initial jobless claims falling, building permits climbing 4.5%, manufacturing reads were higher. So, you know, we talk a lot about double-dip recession in the U.S., but we still get strong data, and now we know 1.9 trillion, or roundabout there, and stimulus is likely to come. So there still is just, you know, a lot of enthusiasm. on Monday, a bit quiet, but we do get an international merchandise trade read from the Bureau of Stats. I'm not going to pretend to, to know yet. Well, <laughs> sorry. Well, you said it, not me. It was just that look in your <laughs> eye. Like, but, uh, but next week we do, we get an inflation read. I just had a chat with uh, Shane Oliver, the doctor from AMP Capital. That'll be up online um, now. So, yeah, we're looking at inflation, but also FOMC, so the, the Fed, which is so interesting to me that we've now got Jay Powell, the Fed chair, and we will have Janet Yellen, former Fed chair, as the Treasury Secretary of U.S. You're looking at me. You know I'm a finance nerd. I just uh, it's, It'll be a really interesting dynamic. We're all nerds. Uh, we're all nerds at the end of the day. All right, we should probably go and enjoy the weekend, and I hope you all enjoy your weekends, and we will be back Monday morning. We'll see Monday you Monday morning. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.